God is good. And all the time. The word of God says that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. One of the attributes of God's presence is joy. And one of the ways to know God is present is when there is an overwhelming joy. We thank God for the journey so far. And uh, we are optimistic that He is taking us somewhere. So I don't know what you are going through. I want you to trust God that if He has said it, He will do it. There are a lot of promises that are hanging which you have heard, I want you to know that those promises will not go without fulfillment because the word of God says that God's word will not fall to the ground. Hallelujah. I want to quickly share a message titled How to Unleash the Power Within. Every man that God Almighty has created has a force within them that is able to recreate or to make something out of nothing. God deposited an extension of himself in each and every man. And that's the reason why the Bible says, and I quote, as he is, so are we. If the word of God be true, this means that we share some things in common with our maker. And um, one of the ways to simply realize this is to first discover it and secondly believe in it because if you do not have the awareness that you share those similarities with your maker there will be no need to believe in it i don't know if i'm communicating so i'm here to announce to you today that you share somewhat similarities. The saying goes thus when the Lord said in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, He said, and I quote, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness likeness in that sentence mean characteristic in other words if you are made in his likeness you share some characteristic with him so in order for you to discover the characteristic that you share with God you need to go and learn about God tell anybody learn more about God when you will fully discover more about God, you will discover more about yourself. God is good. 
when you learn about God, you will come to discover more about who you are and what you are about. Because the statement, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, sums it up. And the second statement that says, as he is, so are we. I don't know how somebody is getting this. If you do not believe strongly in this, that is, after I must have discovered it, then you can't unleash anything called power. As a matter of fact, one of the attributes of God is that he is all-powerful, omnipotent. If God is omnipotent, you are mini-omnipotent. Praise God. In other words, you can do anything. Your power is unlimited. Omnipotent means all-powerful, unlimited power. If we were made in God's image and likeness, if God is omnipotent, then you are mini omnipotent. I am mini omnipotent. If you do not believe in this, then you will continue to walk empty. Your realization is the secret behind the power of God. I mean the power that you have. Your realization of it and extreme belief in it. You know, in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And he addressing us, I mean you inclusive, he said, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. That is a further reminder of what you carry. Tell neighbor, I'm not empty. Hallelujah. Can I ask a question? The manner that Moses and the Israelites consumed after they must have crossed the Red Sea. Where did they get it from? Where was it prepared? The rock. Where Moses got water from? How did they come about the water? From the stone. They hit the rock and water came out. The anointing of God in God's genuine servant is a representation of God being at work. This is the reason why when Christ said I've come to seek and to save the lost. The lost are those who are still living in the ignorance of what they are about. So the simple purpose of the gospel is to bring people to this awareness. See, a person that is ignorant of his own reality is lost. Hallelujah. If you don't know your place in God's master plan or in the mind of God, 
you can be said to be spiritually displaced. God is good. Let me say this. The moment you begin to believe in this reality that as he is, so are you, things will begin to happen around you. I mean, you will become an avenue through which God can rot his miracles. When Moses went to spend time in the place of prayer with God, he went to align himself with God. And uh, when he descended from the mountain, the next thing that followed was that there was a residue of God's power on him. And that is the reason why each and every Christian should spend time in the place of fellowship. Fellowship, I mean the place where you commune with God. A time of prayer, therefore, is a time to commune, to align, to draw strength, to draw resources from God in order for you to be able to perform. Show me a child of God that does not reveal himself in a place of fellowship. And I will show you a very powerless child of God. God is good. How will you unleash this power within? You can unleash this power within when you come to discover your place in the plan of God. I mean, the fact that you were actually made to be like God. You don't need to go to a place where they have to show you a robe in order to be able to assume that position. It all starts and ends with your mind. I mean, believing, believing, believing in the fact that as he is, so are you. In other words, what God would be able to do, you also will be able to do it. This is the secret of the ages. No man has ever made any difference in his life without a strong belief in the capacity to carry. One of the things that limits this flow of God's power is number one, unforgiveness. Two, deliberate sin without repentance. Three, guilt from confessed sin. Number four, fear of the unknown. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you fear is your God for that moment. I mean, whatsoever you are terrified about 
The only fear, fear has different meanings anyway. The only fear you should express is the reverence kind of fear. There are two kinds of fear. The reverential fear. Fear of, you know, when you reverence somebody, you respect that person so much. This is the reason why the Bible said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So the reverence you have for God is what you should have. I mean, the kind of fear you should have. Not the fear of destruction. Altogether. Fear of consequence. Fear of punishment. You understand? The same way you fear that something bad is about to happen. God is not wicked. The kind of fear you should have for God is reverential. I mean, the reverence type of fear. Aside that fear, any other fear you have is another form of idolatry. If you fear your boss or any man than God, you and those who are practicing idolatry are in the same category. An idol is not just only an object or a person that you worship. Or an idol is not just an object of worship. Idolatry also consists your fear of a person. Probably because the person is fierce. So whatsoever you fear, whatsoever you hold in a position in the name of fear, you are worshipping in disguise. Those are some of the reasons why you may not be able to unleash the power within. Hallelujah. So one of the secrets to unleashing the power of God is for you to be without any form of the kind of terrific fear. It is okay to show respect to elders, to those who are older than you. The respect and honor you give is the respect and honor we get. But when there is someone that wants to place you in a position of conditioning your mind, to be afraid of himself or herself, that person needs to be given the distance. Because, let me say this, a lot of people make an idol out of themselves, even without knowing. Hallelujah. And uh, one of the reasons why they make an idol out of themselves is either they are able to meet their financial needs and uh, they have become a little bit influential and uh, they have the capacity to make one or two phone calls to get themselves out of situations and uh, they have a connection with you know the authorities and they can always use the authorities against others some of them do it even to threaten other people as a form of oppression. Go ask about me. I would lock you up. I don't know if you have heard something like that before. I will deal with you. 
how to unleash the power within. You have the power already. That's the point I'm making. The power has always been there. But the discovery is like you being placed in a house and you don't know that there's a treasure room somewhere. And uh, you have been living in the house for over 10 to 15 years to 50 years as well. And you don't know that there's a secret room somewhere where all the treasure that you are in need of lie. And if you have not discovered that room, it will seem as if nothing like that exists or ever existed. Where was Christ walking after he decreed money to come out of the fish? When he told the disciples, go to the lake, the fish you will catch, you know, open his mouth and you will find the money you need to pay the tax. I don't know you guess what I'm saying. Did he have to walk anywhere to earn that money? He didn't earn the money. You can also do the same. Hallelujah. You can. You don't need to kill anybody for you to have money. The Bible says you shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Psalm 82 clearly said it. It says you are gods but you die like common men. Tell me about God is omnipotent. I am mini omnipotent. You can express this God-given capacity first by realizing that I mean you, you can do the same. Bible says if thou canst believe all things are possible to them that believe. Knowing that statement is not the same as believing. You know that you are getting what I'm saying. Knowing that statement that all things are possible to them that believe is not the same as believing. There's a difference between knowing and actually believing. But a lot of Christians of today, in this part of the world especially, they know it. But when it's time to express it, they will take a step back. The only people that will come back to life are those whom the Lord has proposed that it's not yet time for them to pass on. It is good to know the will of God over a death before you start unleashing prayer points. If not, sometimes it may be the will of God for a little child to die. You understand? And sometimes it may be the will of God for an old person to also die. Hallelujah. The dead has come back to life. I've witnessed it. By discernment, was able to know that it is not yet time for this person to die. If you call the person back to life with deep belief, the person will come back. Even if you know that the person is bright, I know one or two things about this person, this person is promising, and the person passes on, maybe by accident, and uh, you know that it's not yet time for the person, you may be there if you don't believe. There's a difference between knowing the meaning of belief and actually believing. This is the reason why a lot of Christians, you keep seeing them confessing and confessing. You keep hearing, you said in your word, 
you keep quoting the word of God as if it is only by knowing and quoting the word of God that you actually obtain results. You only obtain results when you believe. Hallelujah. For things to happen around you, you need to understand the mechanism of believing. It's not enough for a man of God to come out and preach faith building message. What is important is to teach the people how they can believe. The mechanism behind believing. Hallelujah. One of the ways to express belief is when you mean everything you say. I mean, you mean, mean, mean it. M-E-A-N. The only time some of us, we mean something, is when something extreme happens to us. The secret behind the manifestation, the unleashing of the power within, is when you actually mean everything you are saying. Hallelujah. The only time a lot of parents mean what they say is when they are angry, especially when they are provoked by their kids out of anger. Because when you are angry, you actually mean what you are saying. They release a word, and that word will stick. For me, I don't need to be angry before I can release a word. I may mean something without being angry because I understand the mechanism. You may mean something without expressing any form of emotional anger. I don't know why somebody is getting this. Hallelujah. See, the secret mechanism behind believing is when you mean without wavering everything you say. Now, one of the mechanisms through which you can unleash the power within is when you are conscious of the fact that you are not just breathing air. Whether somebody is getting this. The original translation for air from the Greek word is spirit. And it takes air for your words to be formed. Do you breathe at all? And when you speak, you may not necessarily be blowing air but air is part of how your words are formed. Hallelujah. With that consciousness of the air coming into you and you bringing it out, what you say may come to pass. That's the technical side of believing. I mean the scientific part of believing. Then the spiritual side of believing is when you mean everything you say. As a servant of God, it is my duty, according to the assignment Christ Jesus gave to me. It says, as the Father has sent me, so sent I you. The primary responsibility Christ came to fulfill was to restore man back to the normal position he's supposed to be. Christ did not die so that you can be the member of any church. He died so that you can be restored back to that original position of authority. 
And if I'm here and I'm not teaching you how you can realize how to express that authority, then what I'm doing here is useless. There's a difference between impartation and explanation. Impartation is not explanation. Now, if you are imparted, in other words, an extension of the spirit that led me is on you. The moment I'm angry with you, it is cut off. Do you know that? It is cut off. But when I explain to you, you can generate anytime. When you have the proper understanding, you can generate the power to do anytime. And that is what Christ has come to do, to make you independent. Not for you to be coming to church and I'll be imparting you. Sometimes when we run the service and I don't have the opportunity to anoint the people in the service, some people used to go home unfulfilled. <laughs> because the way you may expect me to do it may not be the way that will favor you in the long run. What if I'm no longer here? What about if you can do it on your own? When I'm not there. We Africans, we are afraid to express knowledge. And that's the reason why we keep looking for how we can have big auditorium, plenty numbers of people coming to depend on you again. Whereas you're supposed to show them, show the people. I don't know how somebody's getting this. See, every Christian is living based on belief. And the Bible says, to them that believe, gave he them what? Power. To become sons and daughters of God. You have the power within. See, nobody that is ever born is without power. Everybody that has been made is an extension of God. When you understand the mechanism of belief, and you want to make things happen around you, it's so easy. It says, to them that believe, gave he them what? Power. See, there's no hidden clause within those who he said would believe. The Bible says anyone can believe. In other words, it is not limited to those behind the pulpit or the sons or the prophet or evangelist. Hallelujah. I ask a question from this young man. If a person passes on, and uh, you come to an understanding that it is not yet time for the person to go. Will you be able to bring the person back to life? He said he's not sure. But if you can understand the mechanism, you can bring the dead back to life. I can bring the dead back to life. How do you do that? First and foremost, you don't accept it for a fact that the person is dead. You refuse to accept that the person is dead. I guess in it. Two, you understand that the person you are addressing is not the body, it's a spirit being. It is a spirit that powers the body. And if you have the ability to communicate with the spirit, then the dead can come back to life. How do you communicate with the spirit? You must believe that that spirit exists. Do I understand what I'm saying? 
overlook the body. The person is not the body. The real person is the spirit. You understand? And uh, spirits don't die. And in the spirit realm, there's no distance. Once you call forth a spirit, even if the spirit has bothered the body and you call it to come back, Christ understood this technicality. That was the reason why he didn't say, Oh Lord, bring Lazarus back to life. What is alive does not die. Humans don't die. It is the body that dies. Spirit does not die. Spirits don't die. And it is spirit that powers the body. When the spirit departs the body, the body can be said to be dead. But the person who left was never dead. And that was why Christ understood this mechanism. When he got to the tomb of Lazarus, you know, he first wept and he summoned courage again. I said, no, I can't accept this. He went to the tomb of Lazarus. He called Lazarus. He didn't call the dead body. He didn't say, come back to life. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Then the spirit, wherever he was, because there's no distance in the spirit. He just entered the body back and uh, began to move with the body. When he got to the house where a little girl was dead, the girl died. He said, don't make noise, for she is what? She's sleeping. What manner of man is Jesus? Christ did not come so that you only see him as the superstar and worship him as an object of worship. He came as well to lead you by example so that you can also perform the same thing which he has done. He came so that you can do the same thing. The only time you should sing this song is when you have been able to understand and do greater things according to what he promised. He said, greater works, Abi. Shall you do? If you have been able to do that greater works, that is when you should be able to sing this song. If you have not been able to do it, please, he will not be happy with you. He made the blind to see. You say hallelujah, Abi. He made the blind to see as well. He said, greater works, Abi. See, this power is not reserved alone for pastors, prophets, evangelists, deacons, and uh, ministers. It says, to them that believe, gave he them power. Christ has already paid the price. All you just need to do is align yourself. In other words, come to the understanding and uh, believe strongly in your own capacity to do likewise just because of the fact that as he is so are you hallelujah you can stretch forth your hands towards that situation that gives you concern and begin to change the narrative. Change what is needed to be changed around it. You are not just in church. 
to begin to sing song that glorify God, that moves you and makes you to begin to have goosebumps all over your body. It is way more than that. The good life you want to live, you have the power to bring it forth. You do this when you understand. For example, you want to live a good life, you want to live a life of abundance. You don't imagine that the life of abundance is beyond you or is absent. Imagine yourself already in it. Make yourself to become one with it. Imagine that you are seeing yourself in it. You understand what I'm saying? Just imagine that you are living in a royal kind of lifestyle. You want to live in abundance. Imagine yourself living that as a royalty. And anytime you imagine yourself, don't imagine yourself outside the gate. Imagine yourself in the family. I don't know what you guess what I'm saying. And begin to decree. I declare abundance, abundance, abundance. Those are the reasons why you close your eyes to pray. You don't close your eyes to pray because you want to show respect to God. You close your eyes to pray in order for you to visualize, imagine from a positive direction the things you want to see in your life and you say the things you have imagined. Tell about imagine the outcome. Believe in it. And say it out aloud. In all this, you must mean everything you say without having a second thought that what if there is nothing like what if when it comes to expressing faith there's nothing like what if what if plan b is a trap from the pit of hell when christ came to the tomb of lazarus he said father i thank you for hearing me because i know you always hear me say lazarus come forth come forward and he stood by it and Lazarus began to walk out I don't know that death situation in your life the power God Almighty has deposited to change the situation is present within you may God bless his word in our hearts